Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Shall I shave you? Shave me? I'm hit! I'm hit again! Oh shit, I understand magic. Doran was here. <laughs> Second level, guys! Second level! I just rolled a natural 20 and a natural one. And with two hands, sticks it into his side and he's yeah! dead. I'm never alone. How? What? <laughs> I don't... In my heart. I'm gonna roll butt perception. If that's not to be our fate, know that I love you. Welcome back to Dice Shame, episode 5, Hit the Hay. This week's MVP is Mr. Adam Davis for the amazing artwork, including our Dice Shame logo that he has done. He has a talent for sure. I love it. Uh, also, Breakout Con is coming up. If you're in Toronto March 20 to 22nd, head to breakoutcon.com and get your tickets. They actually have a special early bird full weekend pass on sale until January 20th for the price of a two-day pass. Nice. Uh, yeah, you should check them out. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at BreakoutCon. You get news about the show. Uh, shall we see what happens in Nightstone? Let's do it. All right. The temple floor is scattered with shards of colored broken glass, spilt blood, and loose straw. Doran, Jack, and Red drag Kraloth's body through the front door. He's 6'7", and it's fully a three-person job. Moonlight streams through the windows, and the only sound you hear is the graveyard crickets. Come on, buddy. Jack, tell me you can do something with him. We've done all we can. He's going gonna, gonna to take some time to rest. He's stable for the moment. We just need to, to find him somewhere comfortable to rest. I think Red's just going to like hug the body for a moment and then embarrassingly stand up and like brush his coat down. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. yeah, so you already rolled your D4 to see how many hours that you would need to stabilize. 
One yeah, hour. One hour. Okay. What time of day is it roughly? It's nighttime. It's like mm. 9 or 10 p.m. Nighttime mm. and nightstone. All right. There's a bed in the back room here. We'll, we'll uh, drag him over there. Yeah. I think we drag him to the back room. We shut that little door, put him on that torn bed, and then just shut the door quietly. And, uh, okay, Jack Doran. I think we get some rest. Yeah. I think we need a rest. You only want like three hit points or something, aren't you? Oh, I'm injured. Yes. But still standing. That was a very, very difficult battle. Yes, I think that was not the brightest way to do it. But on the plus side, they're in the keep right now. I'm wondering if we shouldn't make sure they stay in there. So I was thinking about this. I mean, Jack has been talking to Lady Valrosa the whole time they were building this keep. He knows lots about maps and is thinking about that sort of stuff. I'm wondering if he might be able to figure out or remember Lady Nandar ever talking about a secret back way in, a secret back way out. Any, any like other ways to get into this keep other than the, the drawbridge or if it's or maybe even out of the city i'm not sure just anything he remembers about other ways in or out other than the obvious ones she was proud to mention to you the defensibility of the keep specifically right that it is elevated out of this 30 foot deep river she also mentioned to you that the slope that surrounds the mott the funnel shaped hill is a rocky and covered with loose shale that she didn't expect anyone to be climbing these walls because even just getting up to the base of the walls that encircle the keep would necessitate clambering up the sides of this steep hill and that they're likely just going to be dumped back into the water. So we can't get in right now, it sounds like. Yeah, I, I, I'm, you know what? In all of talking with Lady Nandar about this place, it's the most defensible it could possibly be. That was a big, a big part of it when they designed it. I, you know, I'd seen some of the plans in our letters back and forth. It looks like you know you're going to climb that shale on the outside. You're going to fall right down. The river's thirty feet deep. This moat. We're but that means that they're stuck in there. My heart goes out to those four. I, I hope they're still alive in there. We can't think about them right now. Right yes. now, we have Kraloth down. Dora is barely standing. Oh, I'm more than standing, you're but barely yes. standing. I mean, you got what four foot. Listen here, call that standing. Shall I shave you? Shave me. Why are we even bothering to go back into well, the Jack castle? Jack wants to save them. There's four soldiers in there, yeah, loyal to the end, there, who who had communicated us. We said we were going to help them That's as right, best we, we could, and we trapped them yeah. there. But I think we need to face facts. And with Kraloth the way he is, and with an indefensible position like they have, I think we need to rest, recoup, and think about it in the morning. I can take the first watch out the window just to see what's going on at the bridge. I'll take the second watch. Then if you're taking first and you're taking second watch, then I'll take the third watch. Morning breaks clear and blue over the sound of rushing water from the stream that surrounds Nightstone. You hear songbirds. And the four of you gain a level. Oh, yeah. Level up. Second level, guys. Second level. Yeah. level big news. Two. I mean, not really. It's kind of, I mean, oh, it is man. big. But you know. In my it's limited time of playing D&D, I've never leveled up. Well, really? here we are. Oh, congratulations. I was just always swinging. the maximum character. Oh, you just started at level 20. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go around the table and talk about our favorite aspects of our new shiny second level characters. Justin, yeah, you're playing yeah. Kraloth, yep. the, the cleric. Yes, so my favorite aspect is that I have more HP now, Yay! <laughs> that I'm not going to be taken down by one hit by a warg. Um, two, that'll do it. But um, no, and actually, I, I, I'll say that my favorite aspect, so while I was unconscious, this is the second time in the past 24 hours that I've been knocked out, Concussed. close to death, and experiencing that gravity of my soul 
not knowing whether to leave my body or to stay. And while I was unconscious, my soul must have been on some sort of journey. Mm. Because when I awoke, I had this internal knowing, being so close to death, that I can create that sensation in an enemy that I'm facing and, like gravity, guide their life force into the direction of the grave. Whoa. Spooky. This is a channel divinity for level two. It's called Path to the Grave. Mm. Choose one creature you can see within 30 feet of you, cursing it until the end of your next turn. The next time you or an ally of yours hits the cursed creature with an attack, the creature has vulnerability to all of that attack's damage. Wow. And then the curse ends. That's sick. What does that mean, vulnerability? Double and, damage. Correct. Oh, wow. Double? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harlan, what's your new favorite thing about red, the tabaxi red? I only got one thing, and my archery is plus two. Yay! That's it. I gained plus two. two, two. But it, which is nice, because now my hit is plus seven. That is just to hit. Oh, sorry, and I should say I get spells. So I have uh, <laughs> Hunter's big. Mark and Cure Wounds. So oh. now I finally do some healing, which is really important. That's handy. Yeah. yeah. And Hunter's Mark. So I can I can target a character with, I think it's 60 feet. And uh, basically, they take an extra 1d6 damage. <laughs> and like, I'm really interested. What, what's your relation? What's Red's relationship with magic like? What, did, yeah, what does he, great call. Like, how does he reach out and touch that in, stuff? In his mind, when he holds his hands over someone to cure wounds, you know, uh, he's just meticulously looking at that wound and not understanding that it's healing because of, of magic, but more so because of his understanding of nature and things like that. And Hunter's Mark is based on the, the skill that he's developed over the years. So it just feels oh. naturally tabaxi to be able to like put a stop bleeding and put Very a wound natural. together. Very natural, yes. It feels like second nature to him. Alex, tell me about Doran, the dwarf fighter's second level achievements. Well... Doran is kind of fed up with the single action that he could take. So in level two, I get an action surge, which essentially means I can take an additional action on top of my regular action. I like the idea of us developing these skills. Yeah. Like this is a, a move that you've been working on. That's right. And practicing. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm moving too slowly. Yeah. I need to do more to battle these guys. For him, it, like, it feels more it. like it's it's like recalling information rather than oh, like training. I think like you, you're like, I picture you like, you know, like tightening your wraps or whatever. Yeah. And you're it's like, like muscle memory. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I like didn't remembering. think I was going back into battle so quickly, but I should have known. And now, now you're I'm, prepping. Now I'm yeah, getting back into fighting prepped. form. Yeah. You were fighting That's, more. To me, that makes sense yeah. for Doran. It feels like you're getting back in that form. Rob, tell me about Jack. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been a, a night of sudden inspiration. He's got a lot of writing to do mm-hmm. tonight. He has become a lore master wizard or a savant, which he gets spell secrets, which are, they're almost like improvising magic on the fly a little bit. I think it's an understanding of how magic works intuitively almost so... Anytime he's casting a spell with a spell slot, he can change the type of damage of it. So for one type, so if it's ice, he can make it force or necrotic or whatever. Or necrotic, you he can make really, radiant. You reweave yeah. the nature of yeah. the spell just, as you're oh. casting it. Understanding it like, oh no, I, this needs to be something else. I know how this works. You just you tweak this, that, the other. and Lightning instead of fire damage. Yeah. That'd be really That's got to be and, so handy. And once per short or long rest, he can change the sort of save that a spell requires. And then it's the bunch of like, there's a bunch of cool stuff like reflavor this to be about something else. So if it's, cool. if it's grease and it's like dexterity on the ground or whatever, he can be like, no, 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 it's actually an illusion. And it's 
It's, uh, you know, hands trying to pull you down and trip you up and you just need to disbelieve it in order to not get tripped up instead of whatever. Or it's actually, I change gravity yeah. and so it's like force pulling you to the ground and you need to strength out of that force. Too. Wow. Well, that'll be really good too, like depending on what characters we're against. Because yeah. it's kind of obvious that like a wolf's dexterity is going to be really good. To save yeah. against that is kind of bad, right? Mm-hmm. But so they're not like, the smartest creatures. Exactly. And, yeah. and kind of goes with, you know, you know giants come. And yeah. it also requires... An, an innate understanding of the monsters that you're up against, which I think Jack would necessarily mm-hmm. be, you know, good at. I'm excited yeah. for that. So in, in addition to having this night full of like, oh shit, I understand magic. I'm ready to to like get get a little bit improvised with it. He had two really great ideas for spells and and scribed in his spell book, Grease and Ice Knife. Ooh. Uh, Sick. And so, and wrote a letter. So he, he did a lot you're of really writing busy. on this last. You wrote a letter? Rest. I did write a letter, but, I don't know. I wanted to Can send we a do a scene where you're writing the letter? I, I you're do. on your rest and yeah. you're like sitting in a pool. Do you want me to read the letter? I yes. do. I yeah. want. So I want yeah. to hear your best narration voice. Um, I'm picturing Jack sitting in a pool of moonlight on the a wide windowsill of this temple, watching over his slumbering companions as he looks out the window over the fog in the graveyard. The letter is... Dated Nightstone Evening, Elaine 25, 1492. Uh, it's addressed to Torin Cheldrick from the Copper Cup Fest Hall in Dockward Waterdeep. My dearest Torin, I wish this were the sort of letter that carried the sweet words and poetry that so often grace our correspondence, but the topic is dire and there is none more than you that I trust to jil- diligently read my words and act with due haste. I traveled to Nightstone to visit my friend Lady Velrosa Nandar with stalwart companions Crayloth, Doran, and Red... When we arrived, we found the town was in a state of disarray. The townspeople were missing. The structures had been bombarded by boulders we suspected dropped by giants from a floating cloud castle. And the nightstone itself is missing. To make matters worse, the bones of the village were being picked clean by goblins, and the keep had been occupied by agents of the Centaurum, led by a pair named Kella and Zolkin. We have just barely survived an encounter with these bandits and are retreating to find safety. We have learned from Beto, a goblin scavenger, of a cave near here where the villagers may be taking shelter or being held captive by Beto's master, Hark. I've enclosed a map to the cave as Beto has described it to us. We had word from the keep before the last loyal guards were murdered by the Zentarum bandits that Lady Nandar died from a boulder dropped during the giant's attack. Please inform her family and offer them my deepest condolences. Please also inform the Waterdeep City Guard of this attack. Perhaps they have a patrol on the road to Daggerford that could be diverted to lend aid or help reclaim the village? If you find the time, we might al- you might also inform my father of our peril, but I fear you may find the matters of my well-being are among the worldly concerns he only rarely budgets time for. I will be recalling Kieran to my side at sunset tomorrow. If you have any correspondence you wish to return to me, please ensure it's within my familiar's care before then. I hope to see your face again soon, that we may stroll along the docks arm in arm and share tales of this harrowing adventure. If that's not to be our fate, know that I love you. Doran's like carving the floor. Doran was here. Oh, <laughs> has morning yeah. come? Morning, morning is broken. Kraloth opens his eyes and um, is surprised to be opening his eyes. And he finds himself on this straw bed in a temple and uh, looks around. And um, I think the door is open. Probably the rest of us are in that cleared some of the glass off the floor in yeah. that sort of altar space outside that door. And uh, you hear purring from or, under the bed, but just on the foot of the bed, maybe yeah. just like on yeah. your feet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I just have a moment taken in the sereneness of the morning, the birds chirping, and my friends all sleeping. I see Jack kind of passed out on the desk. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Doran's in there and sleeping as well. Actually, I guess Doran's on watch. Mm-hmm. And I just sit down to really appreciate the fact that I'm alive again and surrounded by friends. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like a fur ball out of my mouth. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. So I was thinking about this last night. What the plan is to, to move forward. Now, I don't think it's a bright idea to try to attack it unless we had the help of the villagers in the cave. The idea of greeting those people in the keep and potentially getting into another fight with them is much less appealing than going to the cave where there are peaceful citizens, proposedly, who might need our help. Absolutely. And some who who will be, of course, with us in attacking this castle. Exactly. However, the other side of my brain says this. Before we bring these townspeople back in, we should A, make sure there's no more hiding out in the buildings, and B, make sure the goblins are out of here before they come back in. We don't want some young child running up ahead to their home and finding a goblin in their bed, killing them. So I, I sent a letter to Waterdeep. Um, with luck, maybe they will send some aid. They've got patrols on that road we turned off of there. If they get the letter, they should have got it this morning. You know, maybe that gives them, you know, a day and a half march two days march to get here it would if we were going to get reinforcements they may never come but if we were that would be sort of when to expect them but why don't we take a look through the rest of the town just see what resources we have here so you're currently in the temple of Miliki and Lathander. That's the closest, largest building to the drawbridge, which is in the west of Nightstone. Moving clockwise around the map to the north and right in the center of town, that's the inn. It's the largest building by far in the settlement. At about one o'clock, so continuing on to the east, you can see out the door of the temple and across the square, there is the stable house. Mm. Uh, and attached to the stable house, that's where the barn and the chicken coop is. Right. Continuing to the south, just to the east, there are a number of farms and a building that is hung with the sign. It's blue and gold. It says Lion Shield Coster. You can just see it now in the morning light. This is a trading post. There is also a windmill to the south of town, a couple more farms, and then the bridge, which is out. And as you look out the windows of the temple, you hear the sound of carpentry. Oh, so they could be repairing the bridge. All right. Well, I think we should move through the town relatively quickly. We'll start off at the stables, then go to Kevin Costner and instead head south to the windmill. And maybe we can see what people are doing. Kevin Costner? I don't think the goblins are too uh, difficult faring. I think what I'll do is, why don't I climb up to the roof, I give a good bird's eye view, and then you uh, sweep around from the north and maybe see if you can peacefully scoot them. If not, we'll engage. I'll fire from an advantageous position and we'll continue going around the clock face. Let's do it. So Red's going to leave. I'm going to head over to the inn and I'm going to scale to the roof into an advantageous position and I'm going to... Uh... Would you like to do that stealthily? Sure, why not? With a... Ooh. Wow, look at that. So I rolled this advantage. I just rolled a natural 20 and a natural one. You should oh, take a photo is. of that oh, on our Instagram. Incredible. So yeah, Red opens the door to the church and it's like... <laughs> and then continues <laughs> to move across the square. <laughs> and then climbs up the side of the inn and gets about halfway before like some loose sod brings him back down. <laughs> And then continues back up. It's like the loudest thing yeah. ever. And then your pants fall down. Yeah. 
So as you enter the square, you see the two bodies of wargs festering lightly in the morning sunlight. And you cross the square making lots of silly, ridiculous noises. I will do actually a general perception while I'm up there. Might as well, because I have a turn still. And I do not see anything with a two. Wow. You can see down uh, the straight path that bisects Nightstone um, and ends in the bridge toward the keep. You see two of the Zentarim agents on the southern end of the bridge trying to rebuild this bridge. Did we search Kella's room before we left last time? We did not, I don't think. So maybe there's some more searching in the inn through the back door there and then... I left Beto in the wardrobe, though. Oh, oh yeah. shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe we should check on Beto then. That Yeah. There's also a hole in the roof that you can hop down into. Oh, Remember? That, yeah, that's right. No, dude, I don't think there's any point in being stealthy. They know we're here. It's we just gotta go search the place and and do it. If they're gonna You're going come, in through yeah. the front door, yeah, might All as well. Right. It's the closest one. I see one. you guys. I'm like, be safe, <laughs> be safe. Whatever. This <laughs> for the natural one. So as Kraloth, Jack, and Doran enter. Nightstone in with red on the roof. You know what? I mean, there's no sense. There's no one approaching. I'm gonna hop in through that hole in the roof and join in on the looting because I want to have some fun too. And that 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 hole drops into Kella's room, right? That's right. So as Kraloth is is opening the, opening the door like quietly, there's just this thud sound, and there's red right in front of him. You hear rattling from within a wardrobe. I'm gonna go over to the um, the the wardrobe and uh, open it up. A goblin pops out. Whoa, 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 Beto. It's okay. It's just me. You? Yeah. Whoa, yeah. said you would release me. And we have. You treacherous. You're not tied up, are you? Beto is free. Beto's free. I just wanted to give you a warning. Out of my way. You're not the only people in this town anymore. The Zentarum have arrived. What's that? The Zentarum. They're an enemy force that don't like goblins very much. Mm. <laughs> Stay out of my way. And he you do your thing. backs out of the door and scampers down the stairs. Good luck. I'll climb back up on the roof and watch where he goes from the outside. And so as the goblin scrambles down the stairs <laughs> and out the front door, almost like a frightened bird, he's like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, scrambling. Uh, there's Doran behind the bar, washing his morning breath down with some beer out of the out of a keg. I'll save you guys the time. The first pass through you made of the inn was very successful and thorough. All right, let's head back through the, uh, let's go through the back door. Yeah, I'm glad to get, you let Beto out. It uh, would be bad to leave him locked up there. Oh, of course. Red, as you uh, climbed your way back up onto the roof of the yeah. inn, you watched as Beto scampered through the front door of the inn, looked all directions around him to try to gain his uh, perspective and lies lays eyes on the dead wargs in the corner of the square. He slowly trudges toward them and goes, and you next, I shout out. <laughs> his head snaps up where he sees you looking down on him from the and roof. I give him a little wave. He runs full speed into the stables. Into the stables? Slams the door behind him. Kraloth opens the back door. And um, gestures for Doran, Jack, to follow. To the Uh, stables? Yeah, to the stables. The back door of the inn looks out toward the north of Nightstone. There is a second graveyard. Yeah, and then I swing a right and um, kind of at a casual crouch. Nothing too intense. (laughs) What is a casual crouch? Just like a a slight lean. Just a slight lean. (laughs) um, uh, 
Kraloth, Doran, and Jack begin making their way to the stable. I think I'd catch uh, Kraloth's eye. Yeah. And for some reason, now deciding to be quiet and like make hand signals, gesturing that Beto went inside uh-huh. the door. Uh-huh. Okay. All of a sudden, I'm in <laughs> combat mode. I As you, you're walking toward the cottage and the chicken coop area and the yeah. stable, as you walk through the the grassy meadows, the lawns that separate these buildings, you see two pigs at the base of the watchtower just nosing around in the long grass looking for stuff to eat. Clearly, they've been liberated from wherever they had been kept when there were still people living in this settlement. So Kraloth um, draws his shield. He's had his shield out the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, instead of his mace, though, he's got his tambourine out. And uh, he goes up to the door as Doran approaches from behind. And um, he's going to knock a couple times, try the door handle, see if it's open. It is. And say, I'm coming in. There's three of us. We don't want to hurt you. We're just scanning through the town. And we need you to move on. As you are standing at the door of the stable, you hear the nervous wickering and whinnying of horses within. If we're moving in and there's nothing on the outside, I'd probably scale down and yeah. join them because there's no advantageous. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would, I would give you the the yeah. all is clear tambourine symbol. Perfect. Come what does me. that sound like? Uh, that sounds like this. Nice. Just like that. Okay. Yeah. So I, I scale down very quickly and <laughs> I head over. Tambourine. Open it. And when you open yeah. it, I step in front of the door with my bow drawn. Okay. And I also ready for any uh, goblins leaving. If they try to leave, I'm going to... Trip him or snatch him. So Doran's him. on one side of the door. You're opening on the other side of the door, and yeah. I'm going to stand in front of it with my bow drawn. Jack, you're what, sort of crouched next to Kraloth? I think Jack's standing a few feet back just watching it happen. I don't think he's particularly taking a lot of cover or crouching or anything. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Cool. just a stable door. Better than an unstable door. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you open the doors to the barn, and you see a dirt floor. You see on either side of this stable, there are um, stalls where some draft horses and riding horses are confined. They are tossing their heads uh, and their manes around with the wild eyes. And you also notice that there are two ladders leading up into a hayloft that circles the perimeter of the second floor. Does it look like there's a window from the hayloft to the outside? Yes. So there is a, a second door that leads out on the ground floor of the barn. It's on the south wall. And there's also some light coming in through a window that's in the hayloft. I gesture to Crayloth and give him the old up signal and I scale the side. Okay. I'm going to get to the hayloft. So you are scaling the building from the outside. Correct. Okay. Uh, well, then I'm going to walk in. And um, I know that he's looking after the hayloft. So I'm just going to go in and I'm just going to try to calm some horses. This whoa, 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 whoa. It's all right. As you enter the barn with your hands outstretched to try to calm these horses, an arrow flies out of the hayloft and narrowly misses you skidding by your foot. Everyone roll for initiative. Crayloth. I got a 16. Jack? 17. One upper. Doran? Well, I got a eight, seven. Red? <laughs> 11. Jack, you see this arrow skid by Kraloth's feet as he enters the barn. What do you do? I think Jack's just going to shout out in common, guessing that it's Beto. You know you're outnumbered. You know we've just fought the 
five Zentarim to a standstill. Put your bow down and surrender. We don't want to fight nice. you. We just want to take a look through here. Don't throw your lives away for this. That's a good idea. Do goblins understand common? From your time with the goblins when you were uh, enslaved by them or when they had captured you, you know that some of them do speak common. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm just going to sort of step up behind Kraloth and, and sort of give that shout out to them. Okay, Kraloth? I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy mm. and I'm going to, can I just like completely repeat what like Jack's voice, but make it come from the Hayloft? Yeah, of course you can. Okay, so I'm just going to repeat it. And exactly what Jack said, I'm just going to replay it from the top of the hayloft and make it a little bit booming and intimidating and hopefully shake them out of attacking. Yeah, you hear the panicked voice of Beto, who you are now familiar with. He says in Goblin, I, um, I, I'll come down, I'll come down. All right, I'm putting my weapon away. Don't fire at me, Beto. Beto climbs down the northernmost ladder as another shot fires out of the hayloft at you, Kraloth. That's 19 to hit. That's a hit. Ouch. Eight piercing damage. Dying. Holy moly. I'm hit. I'm hit again. (laughs) Red's just like climbing the side. He's like, of course you are. (laughs) I feel like we're all. It wouldn't be a fucking Tuesday. We're all saying that. (laughs) She rolled so well against me though. Like this is like. I mean, we're all. I missed you the first time. That's true. Well, at least Beto's cool. Yeah. So he climbs down the ladder and makes his way past you basically to where the doors are of the stable on his turn. All right. Red. I'm going to climb straight up to the roof. And so you climb up the stable wall, up the roof. Do I see the shooter? Do I see any goblins? You can make a perception check. 12. You don't see anyone. I will take the hide action. Kraloth? Yeah. What's your health at right now? 11. Oh, boy. Doran. Doran suspects that there are goblins in the stalls as well. Based on the reactions of the horses. I think you went to one. You started to go to one stall. I started to go to one, yeah. I'm going to circle around the south where there's the other door. Is that door open or closed? It's closed. I will open it. Great. You open the door and you perceive the other side of the stable. I enter Mm -hmm. through that door, Mm -hmm. expecting maybe there might be some whizzing uh, arrows coming flying at me, but heading towards one of the stall doors. Okay. Because what I'm going to do is... If I reach the stall door without an arrow coming flying at me, I'll kick the stall door in, regardless of if there's a horse there or not, and uh, look around for goblins. So you enter the stable. There are no arrows whizzing. You kick open one stall door, and a black stallion rears up at you. You perceive no goblins. Jack. So we we can't see any goblins, so I think he's got a... Apart from Beto, who is... Apparently trying to run away. Jack's got to take a look around then. He's got to see if he can find where these people sure. are. Sure. Um, how do we feel about a 14 for a perception? You do not perceive any combatants apart from the four of you. So seeing seeing no goblins there, he's going to go try and find some cover, maybe in a stall or somewhere. To okay. To dash somewhere he can shelter. Sure. Yeah, you can move into the stable and under the hayloft. Crayloth, what happens? Uh, okay, so I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. That is four plus. You're back about full. Yeah. Nice. And I'm going to take cover behind one of the um, stalls, and then I'm going to roll perception, see if I can spot where that arrow came from. Roll perception. 20. Hidden deep within the straw, the top of the 
hayloft, there you see a, a goblin butt poking out. Okay. And I'm going to... But you can't tell the difference between it or its face. Okay. <laughs> so Listen ugly. Listen butt face. <laughs> in the hay bale in the top, and I'm going to point out where it is to Red. Red, what happens now? I'm going to pop out. I'm going to fire at the... Uh, the butt? Well, actually, but yeah. Do you perceive I, it? Maybe roll with advantage? the butt? Sure. <laughs> butt perception. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll butt perception. I've been rolling shite. Uh, dirty 20. That's not bad. I mean, I know. It was two separate thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Only a 20. Uh, you see the goblin buried in the straw. You also, from your vantage point on the roof, see three humans walking toward the stables. So you still want to fire at him with your bow? Yes. Great. Roll the hit. Right? Kill the Kill the thing. For sure. Natural 20. Nice. <laughs> yeah. This is Chester, by the way. This is the guy that got first shamed mm-hmm. oh. since coming back. Today alone, he's rolled two natural 20s. He's trying to oh make, make it up to you. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, you kill a goblin. How yeah. does it look? Kind of sad, actually, because I fire into like a... a, a oh, butt? this makes me really the sad. Butt. This reminds me of the Ewok's death in like Return of the Jedi where oh, he doesn't get yeah. up. I just like fire into the hay and it's just like this little like twitching butt. It's like... And it just stops moving. I notice that there's Zantaram coming, so I'm going to lean in and I'm going to say, three Zantaram coming from the south. I'm going to get to an advantageous position on the roof. Why don't you try to engage kindly? I mean, do they look... I don't know if they're... I mean, I would have seen them. Did they approach with weapons drawn or are they like... So you actually... You saw three humans. Two of them, you would presume to be Zantaram agents. One of them looks to be uh, differently armored. Okay, so either way, I'm gonna I'm going to kill the goblin, and then I'm gonna crawl to the west of the uh, stable, and I'm gonna hide if I can, hang out there, right? Sure, and I'm gonna watch them coming. So you're gonna hide after I tell them all this. Yeah, yeah. I exchange nervous looks with Doran and um, Jack. Yeah, it's it's no good. Um, I think Jack's pretty nervous about those guys. What do the three of you do? You're in the stables. There's about ten horses in here with you and there are some enemies approaching i look at crayloth and i give a nod like let's take them i'm picturing you I'm guys feeling... looking over i mean actually you see the doran can't look over the no. top of a stable at all maybe <laughs> looking underneath the stable like yeah i'm thinking there's down. he calls down i kind of poke my head out of the stall well first of all i didn't really step into the stall i kicked the door open and there was a horse and i didn't see a goblin and the Stable door closed again. Sure. The stall door just closed. Mm. And then I see everything kind of go on. Yep. And then I look at Kraloth. And this is kind of when I give a nod. We're- and Kraloth, the, the eye contact from Kraloth it has a little, slightly different meaning. Mm. Um, this goes back to our conversation that we had right. under the tree yeah. where I'm following your lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Then, Which is not necessarily always my lead, but right. it's a it's a agreed upon. At this point, I'm just kind of like, okay, my my instinct would be to run out there, right? But I think in this case, I am going to nod, and then I'm going to slowly crouch down, take position beside the door. Ah, good um, thinking, and get the jump on them. And because- mine was to run out, so. You know what? I look at you, and you crouch down, and I follow you, and I say, you know what? That's a better idea. So looking out at these folks, there's one who's wearing something different. Are you looking out the door at them? Yeah, I think I'm going to... From come, the shadows? 
come somewhere, get a close. I'm not particularly trying to be stealthy about it, but I do want to see, like, do they have bows or crossbows they're going to point at us? And then can I figure out anything about this other person? Do they, anything about their things they're wearing, their, you know, something that would differentiate them, why, why they're here? You watch as Beto runs from the stables across the square, and one of these robed humans pulls out a crossbow and kills him. No! Kind of in a way that's disappointing, but also... Kind of... not, but kind of disappointing. (laughs) The third human, the one that is not dressed like the others, is wearing the regalia of Nightstone. Ah. She, as they approach you, see she's a female human, uh, and she's between the other two. And they are looking from side to side. Does she look like a prisoner? It's hard to tell from your mm. distance. The one in the middle there is from Nightstone. And you know what? With that kind of... You you started saying it, and I looked at Kraloth, and I, and I shake my head like, no. And I, and I step right out into the doorway, making myself fully apparent to the approaching three people. They killed Beto in cold blood. It wasn't his time. It takes a moment for them to notice you when their eyes slide across you. Then one of them raises a hand in salutation and says, Hail. We weren't sure if you would stay. And then Doran so aptly responds, Well, you didn't think we would run, did you? We thought we left you on the ground bleeding out. Well, you thought wrong. Now, what are you doing here? Clearing out the town. Clearing out the town of what? Goblins and the likes of you. And if we should decide not to leave? Well, then you'll have to surrender. I'm on the roof. Am I hidden? I I think I wanted to hide. I I think you're on the far side of the peak of the roof. So you're on the downslope, whereas they're sort of over the other side of the roof. Cool. Okay, so can I, I can see them. You can hear them. Can I get into a position where yeah. I could fire? You can definitely poke your head up over the crest of the roof and watch what's going on. I will do so. Okay. Um, Jack and Kraloth, you are still in the stables listening to this exchange. Kraloth is ducking down full cover. They haven't seen him yet. Mm-hmm. Um, just beside one of the stable doors. The other Zentarum speaks up. And where are your friends? My companions are spread around this village. So you're alone. I'm never alone. <laughs> what? How? What? What's I don't. That mean? In my heart. Mor- Moradin? Moradin <laughs> is always with you? Yes. <laughs> my God. That's right. Unexpected religion. Moradin is Bam! always with me. <laughs> surrender, dwarf. I'll never surrender. And I clang my battle axe with my uh, shield. Yeah, yeah. Cling. I'll never surrender. Well, then I suppose you'll die. And Dora just lets out a big laugh. <laughs> can I fire? They don't know you're there. You can absolutely take a surprise I mean, round. Might as well. Yeah, Everyone, I'm going to attack. Do it. Roll initiative. All right. Here we go. Jack, what did you roll? Seven. And Kraloth? Nine. Red? Dirty 20. Mm. <laughs> Dirty 20. But is it better than a 10? No. <laughs> yes. Much better than a 10. But uh, surprisingly, I'm second. Red, you said you wanted to fire at one of the two Zentarum agents who yeah. are crossing the square. Yeah. They're about 30 feet away from Doran right now yeah. and approaching. That's my wheelhouse Please within 30 feet. Roll to hit. I'm going to try rolling Chester. 
13. That hits. Hey! Brilliant. Go, Chester. Oh, that is max damage. That is 13. You strike her in the throat and she keels over, <laughs> bleeding. It's your turn again. I'm going to attack again. Uh, does wow. she look bloodied? Or, I guess not. I guess. She's fucking dead. Oh, I'll attack you. Dead! <laughs> This is a Zentari? Uh, that is an A15 to hit. Suddenly, Red can aim. Yeah, 10 damage. You catch him in the side of the shoulder, and he spins around looking for the source of the arrow, spots you on the roof, and then turns to the guard beside him and says, Erase my browser history. <laughs> <laughs> Alara, go for help. How does she look? Does she, looks she so good? No, no, but is she I mean obviously she's a nightstone something. Yeah, she looks at him a little bit befuddled and kind of shocked and then looks uh up at you red. Uh why don't you roll insight? Yeah, I kind of I'm going to I want to say something too before my turn ends because I haven't moved or anything like that, but I I definitely want to talk. Uh insight with a uh 12. She seems unsure of what to do. Yeah, I'm going to just say we fight for Nightstone. You do not need to side with these Antarum. He hisses at her. You swore fealty to us. And she looks... Look at the crest scared. on your shirt. You swore legions to Nightstone. Um, Very wisely. Well. This is good. This is Roll good. persuasion. Oh, happily. Persuade her. Now we get to see the strength of my actual character. 16. She pulls her spear off of her back and with two hands, sticks it into his side. Fuck oh, yeah! This woman, <laughs> she looks from left to right at the two dead bandits on either side of her, and then she quickly crosses the square door and towards you. Yes. Um, she swiftly runs past you and tries to close the stable door. She comes in and I, and I make it very obvious that I'm welcoming and not no, okay. no longer a threat to her. Uh, and that's the first thing that I say is, are the rest of the guards alive? No, I was the only one. So they've killed the rest of them? Yes. Are you all right? Are you hurting anyway? No, I'm fine. My name's Alara. I had to, had to promise to go along with him. Well, you don't need to promise that anymore. Thank you for what you did. You've done nice stone of service. Thank you for sheltering me. Uh, I'm going to be watching up the pathway, by the way, in case any more are coming. Roll perception. 14. Nothing so far. How many of these Antarum are still back at the keep? Kella and Zolkin stayed back there. Kella wanted to sleep in. She rolls her eyes. So there's only two left? Yes. The other two were sense. out salvaging what they could from the buildings around. We could probably get the drop on those two. They're just wandering the town, are they? I don't know where they are. I didn't. I haven't seen them in a little while. We we've been traveling the th the three of us. I join the others as she's continuing to talk, and I say, "Well, we should bring the bodies in, yep. and they don't know that you've turned. That could be advantageous." And I'm going to go help with the bodies. They well, were yeah, yeah. they were Come keeping on. a close eye on me because I turned my back on Nightstone. So I'm thinking bait. I think if she runs out and, and you know they'll they'll follow. Shh. Sorry. I mean, not 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 you being bait. I Me? Mean, what? No, nothing. Uh, bait, you know, fishing lures. Come and on. <laughs> and I turn, I turn to the guard, and I kind of put the guard's concern at ease, and I say, you may have decided to turn your back on Nightstone at one point, but surely you've proved yourself the other way, and you're now part of the fight for Nightstone again. 
the resistance. The team awesome, as we call ourselves. <laughs> Come team on, Red. Awesome. Let's get yes. these bodies in, like you yes. say. Did Lady Nandar ever mention Alara in any letters? You know, she she's a... No, this is a mundane this guard of no Alara importance. This will not stop. <laughs> she chews so annoyingly. You never know. <laughs> She um, eats ice. Kraloth and I are just going to drag the guards to the side and cover some hay. Cover them with some hay. And just search them quickly as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they, either of them have leather armor? Ooh. Really want... They do have leather armor, but the armor is less useful than fresh leather armor would be. If you're taking stuff from monsters, it's not as of high quality as it would be if you were buying it from an armory, okay. which means it's not going to be as effective it's or It's probably useful. been found off another body, which was yeah. found off another body. Right, which and body. it's not going to be worth as much if you were to sell it. So mechanically, just because we've breached the subject, what would the disadvantage be if I wore their leather armor? Would it be like... Less AC. Okay. You find three silver and eight copper pieces between the two of them. I'll just write those down here yeah. and then we can... Clerics need money, yo. Here, buddy, do you need some money? I take the other one's pockets and then give it to you. Alara, which way were the other guards headed? Did you see see where they're at? The, the Zentarum the bandits? Yeah, the bandits. They were reconstructing the bridge. I think they've about finished that, probably. I, I don't know where they are. Well, it sounds like that bridge might be uh, fixed. Is that the case? Yes. I say we delay no more and go and see our good friends, Kara and... Killa. Killa and... Zolkin. Zolan. Zolan? Zolkin. 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 I do think we should... Those two. I, I mean, Kraloth and I returned good from friends. covering the bodies. Yes. I say, I do think we should kill the other guards first before approaching. We don't want anyone coming from behind us. Oh, yes. Why absolutely. don't I see if I can scout something from the roof and I'll climb up and I'll... Red, you scale the roof of the stables... And you look out on the square. I'm just looking around the town. You hear a sound carried to you on the wind. It is the sound of marching. So Red is sort of scanning the nightstone and uh, marching, perks up his severed ear. Mm-hmm. And sort of reality really just comes crashing for a second because that is totally foreign to him. Where is the marching coming from? Coming from the north Beyond the walls? Yes. He like perches right up on top of the chimney and stretches his eyes to look out towards the north beyond the walls. You see something that chills your blood. More than a score of orcs. What is a score? 20. Fuck. on the horizon. Oh boy, that's bad news. You know what else isn't bad news? Subscribing to Dice Shame and leaving us a five-star review. Hint, hint. Make sure you follow us at Dice Shame on all of our social platforms, and you may just be our MVP next week. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.